Come on, shop. Well, it's time to record now. Yeah, Wonder Rob, I just can't wait to record now. We met on stage because we like to perform now. We're turtle bros and bashing all of our foes now. It's time to celebrate our energy. With new shows for you, the blast every other week. Come on, shop. It's time to let our geeks speak. I hear you, Rob. My geek stick has crazy tech. We both love Marvel. He loves DC. We're both big nerds since 83. Welcome everybody to Geek So To Speak Podcast. My name is Shaf, and I like to eat snow crab. Hi everybody, my name is Wonder Rob, and I like to eat McDonald's. Whew, I thought that was going to go somewhere else. Yeah, I couldn't think of a good <laughs> I like to fact. eat and grab McDonald's <laughs> on my lunch break. Now, this is a special treat for all of our listeners because Wonder Rob normally is in California. But today, we have him here in Phoenix, Arizona. Sweltering heat, disgusting, melting, cook-your-own-cookies-in-your-car type situation kind of uh, place. That's what, that's what Arizona's like. Yep. I'm back, you guys. Just for you, just for this one special episode, I just couldn't let you not have me. <laughs> I really am so glad you're here. We're so, uh, when we're together, we're like the perfect team. It's a combustible Edison. Ooh. Yeah, I heard that term on the Tenacious D uh, old TV show. So I learned something. Fligagoogoo. All right. <laughs> so, um, of course, if you're just joining us and you haven't been listening... Here's the scoop. We do bi-weekly episodes. We have geek news. We have special topics that are all geek related. Uh, and uh, we also have a mini mystery unboxing that we do, which is sometimes Funkos, sometimes Lego. But definitely it's it's massive fun all the way around. That's right. That's right. So uh, without further ado, I think it's time for some of that geek news. Geek news! Nude! News. Nude news. All right. So, uh, Wonder Rob, what do you got for us today on that geek news? All right, you guys. Well, let's kick it off with uh, probably the most depressing situation uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. So, we've talked about it on the show in the past several times, and everybody listening to this, I'm sure, is wildly aware of the situation with Guardians of the Galaxy 3, uh, particularly with James Gunn. Uh, he was fired. Marvel petitioned to get him back, fans petitioned to get him back, and Marvel said, Hey fans, uh, come here, come here real quick, uh, fuck you, uh, we're not gonna go ahead and rehire James Gunn, uh, because he likes to fuck children, allegedly. <laughs> um, I'm paraphrasing, by the way. <laughs> uh, but, bottom line is, is, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, as of right now, is not going to get James Gunn back. So what does that mean for the movie? Well, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the production officially has been put on hold no guardians 3 is put on hold sources say that the crew members uh would at this stage it's a small group uh that was prepping for the pre-production are being dismissed at this point 
and are free to look for new work. And that's, of course, according to Marvel. Ugh. The timeline has been pushed out. What do you think? What do you think, Chuck? I'm so pissed, man. I'm so pissed. Well, and uh, also knowing that uh, some of the directors who've done other things in Marvel are unavailable for this time slot. Um, Taika Waititi has mm-hmm. been, uh, they've talked about the potential of bringing him on board, but he's actually already committed to another project. Mm-hmm. Um, the Russo brothers are committed to another project. John Favreau's already committed to another project. All the major people who have done Marvel movies and done them successfully are unavailable. Granted, Joss Whedon, who knows, maybe he's available, but after his experience with uh, Age of Ultron, he kind of Mm-hmm. was like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. I sort of feel like the hype train for Joss Whedon has left the building, left the station at this point. Well, probably because of Justice League. Yeah. And, you know, he cheats on his wife and stuff. <laughs> okay. Allegedly. And didn't somebody come out against him, too? Like in the Me Too Time's Up movement? I yeah. I remember that. Yeah, you're right. They, I think they did. Uh, but funny how nobody's shunning, J- or I almost called him James Gunn. <laughs> Joss Whedon. <laughs> it really is a double standard for James Gunn. Uh, because there's plenty of people related to Disney movies, or that are currently starring in Disney uh, movies and roles, and they themselves are well known for being inappropriate people. Like, uh, and this is not my idea, but um, was it was it Darth uh, Vibbert who, who mentioned oh God. Uh, Sarah Silverman? I don't remember that. I, I kind of think he did. And he, it was very brilliant. So, obviously, she plays... Uh, Va- What's her name? Uh, Vanellope Von Sweet. Yes, thank you. Uh, in uh, Wreck-It Ralph, uh-huh. which is clearly a Disney Pixar film. Mm-hmm. And she is well known for being extremely inappropriate. Oh, yeah. She's very crude. She's so crude. Her her comic stand-up is sometimes, like, unwatchable. It's It's... Oh man! And I'm I'm you know I don't say any bad words. <laughs> That's true. I've never heard you say a bad word. I have fucking never said a bad word <laughs> That's true. ever. That's true. That's true. I, I don't say that shit. Okay, I don't I don't get involved with that. Yeah, I don't say that cunt. <laughs> That's my favorite swear word. By the way, if you're just joining us, oh yeah, we do cuss. <laughs> Sorry, like a everybody. Lot. Sorry, mom, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> one time, not to get too off track, somebody asked me what my favorite swear word was, and I just said cunt and you should have seen the look on that person's face i was like because everybody drops everything when you hear that word you're like oh yeah. what did he just say uh, i love it um but anyways we're not uh geek so to cunt we're geek so to speak so <laughs> let's get back on track um sarah silverman's humor doesn't particularly bother me um she does a routine where she's like singing with a microphone up to her face and she like puts a microphone up to her butt or her vagina and like a, a low deep voice is coming out of the second <laughs> microphone. Like it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, but you're right. She's a very crude comedian. That's a good example actually. She, I don't know that she does any sort of jokes where like, ha ha, I'm molesting children or anything like that. Like James Gunn <laughs> was implying. But it's, yeah, I could see that. Like she's definitely on that same level. Yeah. And I I just don't know if maybe it's the format or the forum in which the information is being delivered. Like in the zeitgeist of, and I just wanted to say zeitgeist. Yeah, big word. Uh, But in in that uh, aspect of what's what's popular, what's happening now, like uh, Twitter, uh, everyone's you know seeks out, and it's a great means for this gotcha culture of Mm -hmm. you said this back ten years ago, and I have a screenshot. You know, like um, whereas with. I think it's easier to be out of sight, out of mind when it's something like a comic stand-up or something like an interview here or there. Uh, but then again, and I don't want to get political, but we're living in a different time right now when uh, the gotcha culture 
is fully aware of the president and saying all the things that he does uh, that is even in opposition of what he himself is currently standing for. But, you know, it's apparently okay. It's totally fine. But, uh, and I, I don't, I don't get mad at Disney for making the decision they did. I get mad at them because they could have made it when they hired him. They could yeah. have made the choice because all of these, these, these tweets came way before uh, he was even hired to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so if you're, if you're telling me that Disney doesn't do background checks, <laughs> I don't believe you. That is the <laughs> biggest crock of shit I have ever heard. Yeah. No, uh, so, I agree. so I think with that in mind, like they knew what they were getting themselves into, uh, and if they didn't check Twitter, uh, then that's on them. Yeah, um, and I, you know, we've had the conversation multiple times. You know how we feel about this particular subject. Um, we'll go, I'll get back to Guardians being pushed in just a sec, but something that uh, happened or came out in between episodes was uh, Jerry Seinfeld of all people started defending James Gunn. Uh, What's the deal with tweeting? (laughs) Airplane peanuts. No, uh, Jerry Seinfeld said, uh, quote, if they're jokes, it doesn't matter. Uh, Meaning, you know, just these, these are fabrications. He also went on to say that Twitter is the worst uh, forum for jokes ever. Um, just because you can't hear a reaction from people, and when you do, it's usually not good. Right, yeah. Um, so if, if Seinfeld says it, you know it's good. Yeah, your intent uh, is only going to be received the way the receiver chooses to receive it, you know? It's like, yeah. you don't have control over that. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, it's, it's one of those things now. Um, there's also talk of, you know, uh, the individual who is in Disney, uh, who is pushing to keep James Gunn out of this project, is leaving Disney in 2019. Uh, Alan something. Alan Horn. Horn. Yeah. I know all about this guy. I know everything there is to know about him. Philiston. He is the director of motion pictures. Oh. I think. (laughs) (laughs) I know all about him, I think. (laughs) If if my photographic memory serves me correctly from the uh, Facebook Messenger uh, conversation, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, He is, uh, he's related to those talkies. Those. Oh, I've heard of those. (laughs) And, uh, but isn't he more or less, is it all of Disney motion pictures or is it just like animated motion pictures? Um, that I'm not sure of. All, all I really read and, and heard was that this particular individual was like the driving force to not have him I see. Uh, within this production. Um, but supposedly he's exiting Disney in 2019. And so uh, the, the rumor or story was that essentially Marvel is hedging their bets that once this guy is out, that they can pull James Gunn back in. So like putting it on hold for now while they quote, look for a new director. Um, or if that's not the case, let's say that they don't hire James Gunn back. Um, it reminds me of when star Wars episode seven was coming out when they were making a new star Wars and they had a heck of a time finding a director to direct that movie because everybody would say it's star Wars. I don't want to, fuck this up yeah that's true and eventually they found jj abrams but uh if you remember there was a long search of people to direct star wars episode 7 before they landed on jj abrams and a lot of people were turning it down and i sort of feel like that might be happening with all these other marvel directors maybe they're just like hey like this isn't my stuff this isn't my work maybe out of respect for james gunn um because they're all you know they all like play 
croquet together and stuff. Hollywood <laughs> types. Um, <laughs> Gin rummy and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, other directors might not necessarily want to take it on either because they yeah. like the, the material so much. Or they have a sense of loyalty to James Gunn and mm-hmm. the circumstances of his of his departure. And they want to stand, you know, stand against that kind of, of profiling that, that took place. Um, what I was going to say is the the aspect of this movie now being on hold it's like disney has affected their own production now mm-hmm. by making this kind of a call now they're negatively impacting their own schedule mm-hmm. which is really unfortunate but honestly that's karma you know yeah. uh and if you were james gunn here's my question if you were james gunn and and obviously disney waited and and alan horn was was pushed out and disney was like okay now that he's out we'd like to have you back mm-hmm. There's a. I think if I were James Gunn, I would be a little bit apprehensive of ever wanting to, to sign back up with a company that was so quick to oust me and kick me to the curb. Yeah, I think if I was James Gunn, first thing I would do, I was I, I would climb out of my giant vat of money, <laughs> uh, push my supermodel girlfriends out of the way. He's got a hot wife. Get into my diamond-studded swimming pool, <laughs> and. Uh, where was I going with this? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I would go back and I would fuck my hot wife. <laughs> and that would be that. <laughs> good day, sir. I said good day. Good day, sir. <laughs> no, yeah, he might be a little apprehensive about it. But, you know, he, he might be on the side, too. Like, maybe, you know, this is all uh, speculation, obviously. But, you know, maybe he is working with Feige. And that maybe that is the plan that, hey, once this guy's gone, we're just going to pull you back in. Because we know that this is your, your baby. You're the reason why this is so good. Why would we? want somebody else to direct this um if let's say worst case scenario he doesn't get hired back like if you had a choice for a director to take over like do you do you, do you have one if you had a choice do you have one someone what if to... they put like kevin smith in charge of guardians of the galaxy no no, no. jay and silent bob in space because you know you put those guys in it that's true i mean kevin no, is, no, kevin no. smith has already put uh jay in uh put him in, uh, the, in the flash the, yeah oh that's right that's yeah. right degrassi and all that <laughs> stuff he puts them in they're in screen three yeah <laughs> like anything that he's involved with he's just like just put james on bob in yeah it. that's cool shared universe yeah it's a shared universe <laughs> <laughs> i don't you know it's a good question i haven't really given much thought to who it should be if it's not going to be gun yeah but <sighs> i kind of like um oh my god now i'm forgetting his name I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, the guy who directed Ant-Man. Uh, oh, Peyton Reed? Yeah, Peyton Reed. Um, I don't know why I just forgot his name just now. But I like Peyton Reed. Um, or, shoot. Edgar Wright? No, not Edgar Wright. And I'm Googling it, everybody. The He's person Googling, I want. Googling, Googling. He's going to Google all day and night until he finds the answer that he needs. I know exactly who results. I want. I typed in Ant-Man writer. And it autocorrected to Ant-Man writer chick. And it gave me somebody named Anna Ankna. That's not even what I wanted, you guys. Uh, Alan Anka? Is that who you said? No, I don't even know. <laughs> um, 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 Edgar Wright. Adam McKay. That's who I was thinking. Oh, okay. I like Adam McKay. Yeah. Like, I think his sense of humor is is really similar. What about, and like, so, Zack Snyder? Zack <laughs> Snyder, bro. Dark and gritty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. So no. dark. <laughs> you Are you sure you're not from the DC universe? Ah, uh, zing. 
fucking got told DC. Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. Who who would fill James Gunn's shoes? What if like a Kiva from the Lonely Island? <laughs> <laughs> I would be cool with that. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. So we don't really know, you know, what the future is holding with Guardians of the Galaxy right now. All we know is likely we're not going to get it when we were supposed to, which was the. um, It wasn't going to be next year. It was going to be 2020, if I remember correctly, Um, because next year's slate is um, Captain Marvel, Avengers Four, and then Spider Man Homecoming, and then Guardians was going to be right out the gate after Spider Man. So. We might not get it in 2020. We'll just sort of have to see. Um, I, I, I predict that they'll they'll swap slots probably, mm-hmm. and I think Doctor Strange two will be will be pushed ahead of the line. Yeah, maybe Doctor yeah. Strange two is actually supposed to be filming in January, yeah. if I remember correctly. So yeah, yeah maybe that. And that's fine. Give me more Doctor Strange. Freaking love Doctor Strange. I've said it several times. Doctor Strange. I'd let him be my doctor. <laughs> Yeah, he could be my proctologist yeah. anytime. <laughs> Get the, put that sling ring on that. <laughs> You're about to enter a portal. <laughs> my butthole. <laughs> you put the, the... Never mind. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, that's the news for Guardians of the Galaxy. On hold indefinitely for now. <laughs> um, keeping with the Marvel theme, uh, let's talk a little bit about another Marvel movie outside of the MCU, but more like MCU adjacent, mm-hmm. if we could discuss. Um, in the, <coughs> excuse me, in the Sony, what, are, what is Sony calling their universe? Sonyverse, Spider-Verse. I don't know that they have an they official do, name They do, they officially it. do. I'm going to look it up. All right, uh, while well, he does that, um, I'm going to talk to you guys Sony. about dental health. <laughs> Did you know you should brush your teeth twice a day? Or maybe even three times. Use floss. <laughs> Whitening toothpaste. Ah. He did it. it. Okay. That got was uh, your daily episodic tooth PSA. Back to our normal program. So Sony, uh, of course, has a massive catalog of Marvel characters as a result of having pretty much all the uh, the Spider-Man uh, characters, villains, and, and whatnot. Which includes, of course, Venom. And Venom is coming out in October. Looking forward to that. I might be the only person who can say that, but, <laughs> uh, but definitely I'm looking forward to it. But Sony actually they recently came up with a name for their universe, and it sucks. Uh, Sony's new name for their universe of movies. All right, I'm ready. I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to fully accept what you're telling me right now. Ready? Here we go. I'm ready. It's called... Sony's universe of Marvel this is characters. Dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> as soon as you said Sony's universe, I was like, it's dumb. Nope, it's dumb. The S U O M C. S U O M C. Sonk. <laughs> the Sonk. It's like the AMPM mascot now. It's <laughs> dumb, man. It's dumb. I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, that's not really the news. I just wanted to let you know that they officially have a name for it. Okay. And it sucks. Uh, but the news is that Tom Hardy recently revealed that he has actually signed a contract for three appearances uh, in three separate movies for the a Venom trilogy. Great. So assuming that Venom does well in the box office, uh, then we can expect to see much more of Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock as Venom. Do you think it will do good in the box office? I mean, good is subjective, I guess. Like, let's. Do you think it'll it break really even or turn a profit? No, I don't think. I think it'll turn a profit. Um, I, I, honestly, I think it's hard to really mess up these movies now. Like, I think people will see anything these days. See, I don't know. I think. Well, 
you've got your your general audience who let's say who's not in tune to you know comic movies the way we are where we're frigging reading stories every single day um and don't remember that they were burned by sony movies like spider-man 3 amazing spider-man especially amazing spider-man 2 and now and they don't know about all the dumb plans sony was making before all the stuff that they're doing now which is equally as dumb but they're like you know who needs a background movie well, why don't we know what Aunt May did before she had Peter? Uh, <laughs> she was probably a spy. Let's do that. Uh, you know who needs a backstory of Peter's parents? Spies also. Um, <laughs> it's like the general audience doesn't really know all that stuff. But the the real nerds or geeks or real fans know that Sony can't put together a movie to save their life. And so is there enough people out there who know that sony can't really put together a movie or is it going to be morbid curiosity where we know that they can't put together a movie so we're going to see like okay how are they gonna fuck venom up and we still paid for a ticket like because that's what happened with amazing spider-man 2 like it still made money it still was the least profitable out of all the spider-man movies but it still made money because we all thought we all wanted to see what they were gonna do yeah so i think it'll have a great opening weekend after that, after the reviews are out, the, the embargo on sharing all of that publicly, then, you know, then it's going to be up to, you know, the repeat viewings or whatever else. It's not going to be a Black Panther movie. You know, it's not it's not going to change people's lives. It's not going to introduce new concepts that we don't know about. Um, it's already approaching Venom from an angle that a lot of people are very upset about mm-hmm. because it doesn't involve Spider-Man at all. Yeah. And yet they're still having conversations. There's still plenty of news articles that say that Venom will eventually, or that Spider-Man will eventually cross over into and interacting with Venom. And it's yeah. just a very up-in-the-air concept. It better happen, first of all. It had better happen. I just don't know, man. Like, they're, the reports for Venom right now are that they're, they were shooting for a hard R movie horror scary you know quote scary as scary as a comic book movie could ever be um movie but now that they're they're doing reshoots and the rumors are that they're dialing back to get a pg-13 movie right. from r so the the window to integrate spider-man from the mcu with venom can be open and like just like ret- retroactively like changing the movie because of that if that's true like doesn't sit well with me either I'm going to eat all of your legs and one of your heads and one of your arms and the other arm and you are going to be like a turd in the wind. That line is so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Why? What? Venom? I just hope the movie has subtitles because I can't understand Tom Hardy as it is. So he's like, yeah, I'm Eddie Brock. <laughs> I choke on my tongue. Oh man, are we doing geek theater? Okay, here's my Eddie Brock. Here's my Tom Hardy. <clears throat> I got a, I got a, I got a parasite. I got a parasite. <laughs> okay, my turn, my turn. Right. Here we go. Look good, feel good. <laughs> Duh. My name's Eddie Brock. Duh. Oh, duh. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> That's my Tom Hardy impression. I got a symbiote and it penetrates me. <laughs> wow, we're getting really dark. Oh, come was, out of the shadows yeah, yeah. and into my body. I was molded by it. <laughs> I was molded by it. The Venom verse. <laughs> I have a real issue with his portrayal of Eddie Brock so far because it's just way too 
common man. Like, yes, he's a he's a reporter, but I don't normally think of reporters as as sloppy talkers as this guy is. He's like, and I I'm I, when I'm reviewing a story. I get into trouble. <laughs> it's like, you can't even expect that his character could form words on a page. Like, yeah. if he was, like, writing out an article, it would be, like, full of spelling mistakes, and English would be looking like a second language on Microsoft Word for him. Yeah, like, he, he it sort of comes off like he's playing it like he's... I'm dumb. Dumb. Yeah, like, I don't want to say mentally challenged or anything like that, but he's just, like, a dumb guy. <laughs> But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Like, only time is going to tell when this movie comes out. And regardless of if we like it or we hate it, or if we are excited about it, you, or you're not excited about it, me, we're going to see it anyways. So true. we'll we'll give you our thoughts come October 3rd or whenever this movie comes out. I just made up that date. <laughs> All right. So that is that for Venom. Um, moving in and keeping in the theme of, of at least Marvel slash Disney, Jumping over the, the, the slash to Disney uh, and talking a little bit about one of Disney's other big gigantic properties. Ooh. Let's talk a little bit about Star Wars. Nothing but Kim Star Possible. Wars. Oh, dang it. Okay. <laughs> um, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars adds a new cast member. Now, normally we wouldn't talk too much about casting outside of like Carrie Fisher, but this particular actor holds a near and dear heart space. Did that make sense? No, it didn't. <laughs> uh, it's near and dear to our hearts. Uh, Star Wars Episode 8, 9. Which one are we on now? 9? 7, 8, 9. 9. Okay. 9. Uh, Ads Lost alum Dominic Monaghan. <laughs> Dominic Monaghan. Uh, to the cast. Now, uh, you may or may not remember Dominic was Charlie from Lost. You all, everybody. You all, everybody. You all, everybody. But uh, you listeners at home can't see as my hand says, not Penny's boat. <laughs> Spoiler, it's not Penny's boat. Also, the island is a dream. And uh, the smoke monster uh, is Locke. Okay. I hope I spoiled all of <laughs> One of those spoilers isn't true. I'll let you decide which one it is. But anyways, um, Dominic And, and the character of Libby has really saggy tits. Okay, I'm done. Oh, dude. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I was watching it last night. I think night. her tits are perfect. Uh, sorry, actress who plays Libby. I know you listen. Um, Cynthia Watros. Yeah. I'd watch your tits. Okay. <laughs> Watros fall on the ground. This is getting out of hand. I think she's a very lovely woman. I would put it in. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Dominic Monaghan is... <laughs> Coming to Star Wars, he was also a Lord of the Rings actor, um, but I'll level with you. I don't really remember him. Mary. Um, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a guy. His character wasn't named Mary. Sure it was. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wasn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm it's been a while up. since I've I'm seen that. I'm pretty sure that's okay. what it was. You look that up. Let me go ahead and continue this story. So uh, the principal cast was announced last month uh, where they dropped the bombshell of... Oh, Jimmy's making noises. His name was Mary. Yep. Mary Brandybuck. All right. And he's from the Shire. He had two girl names? Mary Brandy? <laughs> Buck. Mary Duck Brandybuck. I just don't remember. Anyways. Um, I want to hear more about Sam. <laughs> We're going nowhere with this story. Share the load. <laughs> <laughs> this is going nowhere. All right. 
<laughs> anyway, um, this is just adding to the cast <laughs> of uh, of big name actors. Um, we're getting him, of course. Carrie uh, Russell uh, was announced not too long ago. Um, of course, we're getting Richard E. Grant and Naomi Aki, as well as returning members like Mark Hamill, Billy D. Williams, and Anthony Daniels, and of course. Uh, Princess Leia herself. So that's pretty much the full extent of the story. We just wanted to um, point this out because Shaf and I both love Lost. Lost is a great show. If you don't like Lost, uh, you can just get out. Um, and that's it. That's all really all I brought that up. I yeah. don't really have much more to add <laughs> to you want, this story. Do you want to make a, a, a speculation uh, over what character he's going to play? Okay. All right. So if I was going to cast Dominic Monaghan as anybody... I think what's going to happen is very last scene, very last scene of the movie. He's okay. not, you're not going to see him okay. through the whole movie. It's going to be the very last scene, last shot, right before <laughs> R2-D2 is going to roll up to the camera, center. The top is going to open like a can. Okay. Right? Dominic Monaghan's going to come out and he's going to say something super, super subtle Super smooth. He's going to pop out. He's going to look right at the camera. And he's going to say, Oi! And that's it. <laughs> dun, 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 and then dun. he's going to have that lost tag at the end. Yeah, lost. <laughs> no, I really don't know what their, what his part will be. It's unclear if he's going to have like a big role or a small role. Um, ask me what I think. Oh, hey, Jim, Jimbo. What do you think? It's funny you should ask. So um, I think that what's going to happen is... So there's going to be a scene happening between Finn and Rose, right? They're they're getting intimate, all right? Something's about to happen um in this in the uh the cave bedroom, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh uh um Rose is like, "Excuse me just one sec. I want to slip into something more comfortable." And she turns her back to him, and then she unzips Oh no. This is super <laughs> elaborate. She unzips her bodysuit. Uh-huh. Okay. And she peels away this fake skin mm-hmm. and reveals herself to be Dominic Monaghan. And then Finn can finally have his gay relationship with Mary Brandybuck. Wow. That's a real good way to like just pull all the universes together. Yeah. Also, why don't we just put Spider-Man in it? <laughs> yes. Yes. And also, also Spider-Man lives inside... Uh, Leia's Russian, ghost vagina. Russian nesting dolls. <laughs> Just like uh, Tom Cruise pops out. <laughs> and uh, put Ted Raimi in there. Real obscure pull for uh, you Xena warrior princess fans out there. I'd love like Doctor Who to show up briefly. Be like, oh my god. Quick, get in the TARDIS. <laughs> Quit being the TARDIS and get in the TARDIS. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I think is... Uh, actually, what I do think is... is and a lot of people were saying this. He could potentially be the retconned version of Ray's dad. Oh, yeah. Because there's that speculation over Felicity and what part she plays. And either she could be related, maybe like a a relationship that Luke had Mm -hmm. uh, separately. Maybe like a Mara Jade sort of character from like the extended or expanded universe that wasn't really canon. uh, Or that she's Ray's mom. Mm -hmm. Which would be interesting because... Carrie Russell is actually pretty tall, and Dominic Monaghan is not tall, so that'd be a fun little... But that's movie magic, too, yeah. for you. They'll put him on a box. He'll be, he'll be wearing platforms. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or, or... Are you ready for this? Or... I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Not a, not a joke answer this time, a real answer. So we know that they're going to make uh, episode 10, 11, and 12, and we know that... They are? 
Oh, yeah, they announced that a long time ago. Um, there's no, like, um, dates yet. But the guy who did, who directed episode eight? Um, I'm forgetting. Oh, his Ryan name. Johnson. Yeah, like so. He's. I thought he was doing an entirely show. separate trilogy, not related to this. All right, now we got to get on the fact check. The fact check. All right, Ryan Johnson, Star Wars trilogy. Enter. Okay, Google's doing his job. Google's doing his job. Oh wait, Star Wars Ryan Johnson trilogy canceled. Cosmic book news. Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy release date will likely be 2020. I'm getting conflicting reports Uh-oh. here. Uh oh. Okay. Well, let's just let's. Or just work under the assumption it's well, coming it's coming we'll review it maybe, if it happens yeah maybe um these characters will be the ones who are going to lead into the new trilogy because the, the, disney's already said the episode nine is going to be the end of the star wars saga completely of the skywalker skywalker excuse me yes. skywalker saga completely so maybe that'll be their way of subtly introducing new characters or if they make i mean i guess like the could, sweeping kid uh, on Canto Bite. Yeah. But make an Dominic. entirely trilogy about that's him. That's Dominic. That's his character grown and up. He, and his character grows up. Yes. Ooh! Done. I'll take my million dollars. Maybe Dominic Wars. is playing one of those horses. <laughs> I've heard that about him. You are All right. Anyway, Star Wars. Da-na-na-na. All right. So. Um, the last piece of geek news we have for you today is about one of uh, my personal favorite shows that was on recently. They got canceled in a probes. Uh, Wonder Rob has yet to watch, but he is now. He's getting. He's getting this uh, urge. To, oh yeah, people to watch keep it. talking about this show, and I feel like I'm missing out or something. So we might get to see the the two part finale of Timeless, which was canceled way ahead of its time. <laughs> See what I did there? Time. <laughs> so I, I sort of get it. Okay, before you move into this news, okay, yeah. let's let's assume that there's at least one person out there listening to this right now who's never seen this show. So hit me with the premise. Okay, the premise is that this is a tough one. Okay. There's time, uh, and there's clock blockers, uh, <laughs> and they're blocking clocks. <laughs> there is uh, uh, this is. You've never seen it. I have to. It's just hard to summarize. All right, you go into your news. I'm I'm gonna pull up um, what's timeless. See, this is why I like the internet because it'll just tell me. I'm gonna look up uh, a multi-billion-dollar inventor creates a time machine. Okay, okay. That okay, got gets it, got it, got stolen it. by one of his his technicians, one of his like teammate members, who uses it to go back to the past to change history in order to stop an evil organization from changing the future so that they are will like rule in the future okay got it i looked it up on imdb pretty much this is the same thing you just said yes. an unlikely trio traveled through time in order to battle unknown criminals and protect history as we know it okay got it yeah now you you and i both know we've said this a million times on the show time travel stories my favorite my favorite my too. favorite high five yeah. Ooh. All right. That was a very delicate high five because we were right by the microphone. <laughs> That's right. But if we weren't by the microphone, there'd be some fucking power attached to it. <laughs> All right. I probably would have been blown back. <laughs> yeah. Or something else. <laughs> so t- tell me. Okay. Tell me what's happening with Timeless now. All right. So Timeless got canceled before. Well, they got to complete their second season, mm-hmm. but they left it on a cliffhanger. Of course. And NBC had already canceled them once. Mm hmm. And then brought them back after the fans clamored and clamored and clamored. You got to bring them back. You got to bring them back. 
the problem with that show was that the budget was insane. Like mm-hmm. the, the special effects budget, everything, it was like a million dollars an episode. It was okay. like nuts for TV. So they just couldn't sustain it. We were hoping that Netflix or Amazon or whatever would pick it up and, and, and uh, run with it. But they didn't. They mm-hmm. opted out of it. So we're not going to get to see a season three of Timeless. But mm-hmm. as a thank you to the fans, mm-hmm. they are willing to put together a two-part series finale. Okay. It's like a movie like a version. Movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That will actually sort of hopefully kind of like pick up these up. Lo- these loose ends. Yeah. Um, one of the main characters by the end of the second season. Uh, I don't know. Should, should I say this? Yeah. Go, go okay. for it. So one of the main characters. Uh, spoiler alert. We're going to spoil uh, it for uh, me and for you. Uh, Rufus, who's the, like the pilot of the uh, the time machine. He's also like the technician. Super brilliant mind. Uh, he gets killed in the past. Okay. And so they are basically trying to, uh, by the end of the of the season, they want to go back and save him. Okay. And um, so there's things that happen, and then the end has this weird moment where future versions of themselves come back to present day and say, let's go save Rufus. So there's like duplicate versions of themselves, like mm-hmm. looking at each other and interacting. Um, it was a very cool cliffhanger, uh, but now we're going to see these, these plot threads sort of... Uh, untangle and get solved so uh, as you know i'm i'm definitely a big fan of shows i I seem to be attracted to shows that always get canceled before they should get canceled i was a big fan of buffy and angel and firefly and dollhouse and all of those get canceled pretty much anything (laughs) joss whedon i guess is related to yeah he's uh he's cursed man yeah so uh, unfortunately this is the same situation so i'm really looking forward to it uh they said that they're going to be starting production in october and theoretically they should have um, a premiere date in december of this year okay so it'll be just a special they'll film the the two episodes so two one-hour episodes i think they said they actually set up a date date let me just see if i if i read that correctly. everything you described it reminded me of quantum leap <laughs> i was like when does sam beckett get in here <laughs> uh no official date just to say in december Okay. But that's a quick turnaround because if they're just filming two episodes, it's not like a season where they need all that extra time to edit and exactly. all that stuff. So they can turn that around fast. And I wonder if it's a two-parter, is, are they going to be longer episodes than typical? They could very well be. So are they knows? hour long? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they could maybe do like just two episodes and do like a movie length thing that's 88 minutes. Well, that's shorter than a normal movie, but still, maybe. Yeah. So I'm or really, they could really release excited. it in theaters. Maybe they'll do that as like a, like, uh, <laughs> what's it? The, that company that's always putting out like, hey, who wants to come to the movie theater and watch Rent? <laughs> live. You like Newsies? Come watch it live. I don't remember. Maybe they'll do that thing, though. Well, I hope they do that with uh, with Hamilton. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hamilton. I, I only said that because Wonder Rob didn't like it. <laughs> I'm in the minority. No pun intended. <laughs> For that, because it's mostly... Okay, anyways. All uh, right. <laughs> but so, I'm interested in seeing the show. Like, the prim- I, I Full disclosure, I didn't know anything really about it until just this second. We've talked about it several times, but I've been like, I haven't seen it. So I'll, just, I'll let Jimmy take the rails on this one. But I think I might watch it. It's a great show. It's got, it's got everything you could possibly want to have a great show. You've got great plot, great characters, fun interactions. The script is good. The timelines they go to are fun and educational. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do they run into like historic figures? Absolutely. Okay. Regularly. Um, JFK might want to put a, a roof on your car. No, no reason. <laughs> not, gonna, not, not gonna say anything about that. <laughs> hey Hitler, uh, focus on art. Focus on your art, buddy. 
<laughs> and uh, there's political conspiracies and uh, unexpected things happen, and it's got time travel, which is just a recipe for success. It's, right. it's a lot of fun. Is it on Hulu? Uh, it is... Or Netflix? Uh, good question. I think it was on Hulu. You might still be able to catch it on Hulu. All right. Yeah. You guys watch it with me, geeks. We're going to watch Timeless together. Perfect. All right. With that, everyone, we are going to take a short break. Please enjoy this commercial, which is not truly a commercial, but more or less a little uh, uh, montage of some of our attempts to record some bumpers. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it. <laughs> we will be right back. Welcome, everybody, to Geek So To Speak podcast. My name is Shaf, and I like to sleep with two pillows. Hey, everybody. My name is Wonder Rob. I like to sleep with two pillows also except his second pillow is a body pillow shaped like me it's not gay because he doesn't have a boner no no i have a boner you don't have a boner not in the body pillow yeah (laughs) so we're not gay but that's a good idea for a version two (laughs) and we are back geeksters that's right i just gave you guys a new name geeksters that's what we're calling our uh geek so to speak fans um (laughs) Or unless I forget, and then we'll just call you whatever. Uh, But we are back for our special segment. Now, it's time for some of those geek conversations. Excellent. We are not reviewing any uh, movies, TV shows, or video games this week. Because uh, in the world of geek culture or news, uh, there's just not a lot. We're in a slow period, and once uh, September, October, November hits, we're going to be slammed with things to review. So... In the meantime, we're going to dive into a subject that is near and dear to our hearts, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, what we are going to do is we have this particular website, MCU Films, where it will give us a definitive list, a ranking of all the MCU movies that have been released so far. It's a back and forth. It's a would you rather. And we are going to come up with the definitive geek, so to speak, list ranking of the mcu and now this is going to have a lot of discussion a lot of spoilers in these movies so if you're some sort of weirdo that hasn't seen any of these movies well (laughs) guess what we're going to talk about it so screw you mm, gently make love to you (laughs) i'm a gentleman uh jimmy a fuck yeah (laughs) Yeah. in the ear (laughs) all right so how this is going to work is i'm going to present two marvel movies and we will decide together, as a group, me and Jimmy, and <laughs> the group of us, we're going to decide which one we would rather watch, and then, therefore, come By up the way, with... By the way, Shaf equals Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy and Shaf. I'm Rob, he's Jimmy. Like, code names is out the window at this point. I just can't <laughs> do it. Uh, but whatever. We're going to come up with the definitive ranking of the MCU, according to Geek, so to speak. So if uh, our ranking is different than yours, feel free to comment. Uh, rank us. What happens if us you and I? What happens if you and I disagree? Like, well, we'll just have we'll have to come to a consensus. It's is gonna. It, is it like an arm wrestle or something? Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll come to a consensus. Like, if we don't agree, we'll we'll talk it out and we'll come up with this. Okay, peaceful so, resolution. Okay, do you understand the rules? I understand them completely. Okay. Do you, audience, understand the rules? Yes, Rob. We're so super smart. Perfect. Okay, so. Let's get started. So, out of these two movies, Captain America Civil War or Captain America the Winter Soldier, which is a better movie? Ugh. I'm going I'm going Civil War. Civil War for sure. Now, Civil War has got all the characters. It's got Spider-Man. It's got all the people. Um, 
I'm going to tone down my voice no, no. a little bit. Oh, I'm going to tone up my voice a little bit. The engineer from the engineer booth was telling me to speak a little louder. <laughs> so that's it. So we, we both agree. Civil War is a better movie than Winter Soldier, even though Winter Soldier is pretty good. Yeah, but we it, would it rather watch Civil War. I, I, I think the fact that Civil War is better, first of all, has a, a more compelling villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you get far more characters on the screen, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And they're reenacting or sort of taking their own way on a comic book storyline that a lot of people love. Okay. So. Yeah, I like it. And it's got Spider-Man Hello. and Black Panther. Okay, so we, we, we're in agreement. Civil War on that one. Okay, out totally. of this pairing, The Incredible Hulk versus Ant-Man. Uh, Ant-Man for sure. Ant-Man. That's... No-brainer. I mean, Incredible Hulk isn't terrible, but compared to the movies that they're putting out now, it's just not as good. Agreed. And I'm not one to, to hate on incredible hulk like a lot of people do i actually enjoy that movie but compared to ant-man no question all right now are you ready to get your pants in a bunch would you rather watch (laughs) thor ragnarok or spider-man homecoming shit god that's a tough one it's a tough one uh i gotta go ragnarok Ooh, i'm leaning towards spider-man spider-man homecoming we are in a disagreement tell me why you would rather watch thor ragnarok uh i really enjoyed uh taika watiti's humor and what he did for Thor, which has really revitalized um, a character that even um, Chris Hemsworth has gone on record to say that his that Thor the Dark World was meh. Like he said it was not a good movie. Yeah. So like even the main character recognizes that he was in a shitty movie. Like so more more than any other character, Thor needed to have a win. And Ragnarok not only made it made Thor cool again, but it really in, re, in revitalized the MCU in a way that only James Gunn had done previously with Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. Now, let me tell you what Thor Ragnarok doesn't have that Spider-Man does have. Michael Keaton! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me tell you what uh, Thor Ragnarok has that uh, Homecoming does not. Okay. Korg! Oh, God damn it, you're right. <laughs> Korg. As kind of a freaky circle? Uh, pamphlets? Uh, piss off, ghost! That's all my favorite lines. So, okay... I'm going to put this in a hypothetical. Okay. You're in your living room. Yes. you got two TVs. You can only turn on one, but you know for a fact Thor is on this TV, Spider-Man is on this TV, and you can only watch those movies for the rest of your life. And that's it. Is one TV better than the other? Yeah. Is one 4K? Yeah. Which one's One's not. I'm not telling you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... I like them both. I don't mean to like interrupt your question with my own thoughts. I, I do like them both. Um, they're just different. Like right now, like I'm just in a Spider-Man mood. That's like why I'm going with Thor. But I do agree that Thor Ragnarok did revitalize the Thor, the Thor uh, franchise. But so did Spider-Man. So yeah, maybe we should do rock paper scissors. All right, well rock paper scissors this. Okay, so this is how we're gonna do it. Audience, just so you know, it's gonna be rock paper scissors shoot. But that, that sound was my that, hand. Not that close. To well, that. I was for <laughs> emphasis so they know what's happening. That was my hand bouncing. Okay. okay. So rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay? Right. Okay. And if you win, Spider-Man. And if I win, Thor. That's not like <laughs> All right. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors. shoot. Fuck. Both scissors. Yep. We know each other so well. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> okay. Fuck it. Rock. Paper, scissors, shoot! Ah, oh, I don't want paper. Okay, so we're going Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok wins this battle. I'm not upset because I like both of them. Okay, which this is I think going to be an easy one. Would you rather watch Captain America: The First Avenger or Thor: The Dark World? First Avenger. First Avenger. Yeah. Thor: The Dark World, in my opinion, is the worst movie 
Agreed. Marvel's put out. Agreed. So we're on that set. Okay. This this might be an easy one too. Would you rather watch Iron Man or Infinity War? Infinity War. I agree too. Which is a tough one though because Iron Man is started it off. It's so. still good. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong. It's just like Infinity War. Fuck. Infinity War is good. All right. Here you go. Would you rather watch Guardians of the Galaxy or the Avengers? Guardians. You're gonna go Guardians. Yeah. I think I'm leaning towards Guardians too. Yeah. Only because it's it's a little newer. It's a little more fresh. I still love the Avengers, but I've watched the shit out of the Avengers like millions of times. So yeah, I still like them both. See, this is tough. This is like choosing between. Well, and those are really two good movies to compare because they both have the formation of Mm -hmm. teams. Like it's the movie sort of getting them all together. Whereas uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was they got together much quicker Mm -hmm. because it was more like they were sort of forced into working together. Whereas the Avengers sort of Nick Fury had already like handpicked all these people to sort of work together so um but the movie took a lot longer to get off the ground in terms of getting everybody together there was too much strife between people and i i think that was damaging for avengers in my personal opinion Mm -hmm. like for my enjoyment factor because it was too much personal turmoil like Mm -hmm. and not enough teamwork but you know what guardians doesn't have that avengers has shawarma that's a good point but I agree. Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. All right. Iron Man 3 versus Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Now, a lot of people didn't like Iron Man 3. I liked it, though. So did I. Like, some people got really butt mad about that twist of the the Mandarin just being an actor. Um, I liked it, though. Like, I thought it was a, a ve- I didn't expect it. And I don't know. I just liked it. Didn't the one shot for... Uh, for- the Mandarin, like when he was like like Trevor Slattery in jail, like didn't he, they indicate sort of the Mandarin was still out there, like the real Mandarin? Yeah, they implied it. It's been a, a while since I've seen that one shot, but they did imply that. But I do agree. I think I think Doctor Strange is just a better a better movie. I, yeah, I would definitely go Doctor Strange on this one. Okay, would you rather watch Black Panther or Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? That's a tough one. I'm going Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 on this. Now, um... <laughs> racist! No, not racist. I just, I just like different races different. No. <laughs> uh, let me tell you why I didn't particularly like Black Panther as much as everybody else. Because I liked Eric Killmonger, but in the end it was just a guy in a cat suit fighting another guy in a cat suit, which is a, a comic book movie trope that I hate, where they're essentially fighting a villain that's a mirror of them. Yeah. Like, Iron Man did it with Iron Monger. Ant-Man did it with uh, the Yellow Jacket. Um, and several other movies have done it, too. But just as an example, like that's something that where I'm like, that just feels cheap. Like, I think I would have liked it better if Killmonger just didn't, didn't become the Black Panther or didn't get the Black Panther suit. Or like, but that's just me. So that, like... That was one trope in the movie that just kind of brought it down for me. So that being said, I would rather watch Guardians of the Galaxy. This was volume two, right? Yeah, volume two. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. But you're racist. (laughs) It's a tough one, though. I mean, I I love both those movies. And I I actually have a few posters up in my uh, nerd nook, as Mm -hmm. I'm calling it. Nook. I need probably a better name for that. Maybe a... Nook nerd. (laughs) 
<laughs> just mix it. Switch it. <laughs> Bro booth. Bro booth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but anyways, I've got a few posters, and one of them is Black Panther, Guardians, Thor, and Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So definitely, like, those are all, like, up there. But I agree. Volume yeah. 2. Like I said, I still like Black Panther. I think I would just rather watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. All right. Oh, here you go. Iron Man 2 versus Thor. Which one of those would you rather watch? Now, I would say Iron Man 2 is definitely the low light in the Iron Man trilogy. Thor is better than Thor the Dark World, in my opinion. I actually enjoy Iron Man 2, not for its villain, because I don't think Whiplash is a strong enough villain for that mm-hmm. movie. But I enjoy like the dynamic between um, Tony and Justin Hammer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Tony's sort of facing his own mortality with how the, the Palladium is affecting him. Mm-hmm. So I actually would go Iron Man 2 more interesting i didn't i really didn't enjoy thor up until ragnarok i really didn't i i i remember enjoying thor when it came out because it was sort of like a fish out of water thing um especially when he's like what is this another (laughs) smashing the coffee drink or like he's like i need a horse we only sell dogs and cats well i'll take one big enough to ride (laughs) like just jokes like that really made me laugh but you're right. Like Thor Ragnarok really set the Thor movies apart and then maybe or set Thor apart from the previous two iterations. And it's not the same characterization of Thor, which we love more now. So yeah, I think I agree. I think I'd rather watch Iron Man 2. Okay. Would you rather watch Avengers Age of Ultron or would you rather watch Ant-Man and the Wasp? Ultron. Ultron? Heck yeah. Oh, why are you choosing I love, Ultron? Um I think the great I think Greater movies are defined by how great their villains are. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think that Ant-Man and the Wasp had a very satisfactory villain uh, in Ghost. You could argue that there was no villain <laughs> in that movie. It's true. Because she was kind of misunderstood mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, just went to extreme measures, which is what a lot of those villains kind of do. They have like a certain moral um, muddiness to them. But um, it was Ultron, right? That's what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was like, I got had like a brain fart. Um, real stinky one. Uh, no, I love James Spader's because you never would have. I never Spader. would have thought. I never would have thought Spader as Ultron, but after hearing it and watching him, I couldn't have imagined it anybody else. He's just Robert California. He is like, like it's the same character that he plays in the Office. It's so, ca- it's <laughs> like, so it's, casual. Yeah, it's. Ooh, sorry about your arm. Ooh, <laughs> whatever dumb arm joke he makes. <laughs> I think so, too. Now, the reason I was like, what, Ultron? Because I totally thought you were going to say a man and the wasp. I just, like, was... I predicted it before I even finished the words. But I agree. Avengers Age of Ultron. I really like Ultron. Um, there were certain parts of the movie that I didn't like so much. Like, I, I don't really like Quicksilver. No. Um, I have a feeling they're going to bring back Quicksilver. They're, they're going to bring him back to life or something in the next Avengers. That's just, like, a thought that I've had in the back of my mind. Um, well, although I, I guess you did see this coming. Uh, you did see me coming, remember <laughs> when I died? Um, well, yeah, I think yeah, I think so too. I think I'm going to pick Age of Ultron. So, okay, we got that. Oh, oh, this is going to be an easy one. Would you rather watch The Incredible Hulk or Captain America Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is arguably a better movie. We don't have to get into that. Uh, the Cap- Collapse of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's such a cool thing, yeah. Like, there's just so much... Going for Captain America the Winter Soldier. Because it's it's a different type of comic book movie. Something that you hadn't really seen before at the time. You know, like an espionage, mystery, spy, thriller. 
which fits the character. The action was great. Like, remember at the beginning, like, Captain America getting that fist fight on the boat? Yes. Like, it was so fucking badass. With uh, the Leaper guy. Yeah. Can't remember his um, name. Somebody. It was some guy. But it was Bad Ace. Ball um, Rock or something like that. Or, like, that whole scene where um, they're chasing Winter Soldier, like, on the freeway, and he's, like, jumping off, like, the... the the ramp from the freeway and stuff like that. Like, there's just the action in that is really good. It's really good. In the elevator scene, Captain Record is taking everybody out in the elevator. Fuck you, oh, elevator gosh, riders. Oh, gosh, that was so excellent. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But that brings me to my next choice, which would be Captain America, the Winter Soldier versus Ant-Man. I'm still going to go with Winter Soldier. I think so, too. I yeah. think I'm going to pick Winter Soldier over that. Thor the Dark World versus Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, that's a no-brainer. Thor brainer. the Dark World. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got it. Spider-Man Homecoming versus Captain America, the first Avenger. Homecoming. Homecoming. The Avengers, the original, the Avengers, starring Uma Thurman. You know, you remember that movie? <laughs> it's weird that that's... And, a, and Ray Fiennes. Yeah, and Ray Fiennes. It's weird that this is in this. No, the, the Avengers versus Iron Man. Uh, uh, I'm still going the Avengers, I think. Yeah. Actually, um, well... I don't know. Maybe I kind of want to watch Iron Man more than the Avengers. Maybe. That's a tough one. Actually, no, I think I'm going Iron Man. I think I want to go Iron Man. Iron Man... Yeah. Iron Man is still a good movie. Just for the sake of conflict, let's uh, rock, paper, scissors this one. All right, well, rock, paper, scissoring. Avengers versus Iron Man. Okay. okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. Got you. So I did rock, everybody. He did scissors. Because I knew he was going to do that. I've learned your pattern. All right. I only have scissors. <laughs> this guy loves to scissor. I just got a pocket full of fucking scissors. All right. We're going Iron Man on that one. Iron Man versus Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Of the Galaxy. We'd yeah. rather watch that. Guardians of the Galaxy versus Infinity War. Infinity War. Infinity War. Black Panther versus Iron Man 3. Black Panther. Black Panther. I agree. All right, Doctor Strange versus Black Panther. I'm going Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is a better movie than Black Panther. I will agree with you on that one. All right. Yes. Excellent. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 versus Doctor Strange. That's tough. See, I still... Oh, I'm Guardians, Guardians. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, like... It's so different from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, but it, it, has, it has the laugh per minute... Uh, quotient percentage one of those words is correct i used one of them correctly uh it's a lot more with guardians of the galaxy 2 so i'm gonna go ahead and give that i think it's also a tough comparison because you have a sequel compared to a solo mm-hmm. first entry it's the first time we ever saw dr strange he's still learning his powers like to the halfway point mm-hmm. he's hardly the sorcerer supreme even by the end of the movie mm-hmm. whereas guardians of the galaxy volume 2 they've been together for a few months they've, they've they're more of a cohesive team uh, yes, they have some some struggles throughout this movie, but uh, you can tell that there's far more camaraderie, and the fact that they've established some connections with each other helps bring the heart to that movie even more so. So I would have to say Volume 2. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, now, Ant-Man and the Wasp versus Thor. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's a, it's a great. Paul Rudd, he's charming. I love that guy. He's a charming guy. Baskin Robbins always Baskin Robbins always finds out. Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man 2 versus Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. I, I concur. All right. Here's where we're getting to the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. <laughs> All right. Would you rather watch Thor The Dark World or The Incredible Hulk? Thor The Dark World. No. I would go Incredible Hulk. I still don't want to watch Thor The Dark World. No, you're right. Incredible Hulk. Incredible yeah. Hulk. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. 
I kind of, I really am bummed that nothing ever happened with that, like a sequel to that movie, because we saw the the beginnings of other characters too, like uh, the leader, mm-hmm. a famous villain in the the Hulk's like history of comic book like mm-hmm. villains, and we've never. I seen like that him. actor too. Yeah, it would have been nice to see what they did with him, but we'll never find out. Nope, we never will. Um, the rumors, there were rumors that um, the Hulk's girl, Betty Brant, mm-hmm. Betty Brant, um, Betsy Ross, Betsy Ross, Betty Brant is uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Okay. They both start with bees. Um, that uh, Liv Tyler, Betty Ross, that her character is going to make an appearance in Avengers Four. Really? That's just rumor, rumor mill stuff. But that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, the Incredible Hulk versus Captain America: The First Avenger. Uh, First Avenger. I agree. Captain America: The First Avenger versus Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. A co- a co- great. <laughs> Ant-Man versus Spider-Man Homecoming. Ant-Man versus Spider-Man Homecoming. I was waiting for you to say it because I thought we were going to say it in unison. It didn't work. (laughs) Um, That's what happened there, you guys. Okay. Spider-Man Homecoming versus Captain America the Winter Soldier. Those are both really good. I I think Spider-Man. I think so, too. All right. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty again. (laughs) Captain America Civil War versus Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. I think Civil War. I agree with you. I think Civil War. It's just such a good movie. Like, I like it. Yeah, that's one of your favorites. Oh, man, now now this website is fucking with me. <laughs> Do you want to watch Thor Ragnarok or Captain America Civil War? I'm just talking about how good Civil War is, but I still think Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Iron Man 3 versus The Avengers. 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 The Avengers versus Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, I think I would still rather watch Black Panther. Black Panther versus Iron Man. Black Panther, Black Panther, really Iron Man, over Black Iron Man. Panther, Iron Man. No, I'm just re- I'm repeating oh, I'm repeating okay. the the choices. I would say Iron Man on that one. I think so too. Iron Man versus Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I agree. Doctor Strange versus Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, what do you think? I think Guardians of the Galaxy still. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Oh, now you're gonna get fucked. <laughs> get ready. guardians of the galaxy versus guardians of the galaxy volume 2 shut up gosh that's like want to kill one brother but leave the other brother it's a real sophie's choice (laughs) that's a movie for you youngins um i actually of the two like volume two better i don't know i'm real torn i like them both because not only uh do i think the volume two is a better movie in terms of overall plot and progression but the soundtrack is better too and you cannot talk about guardians without talking about soundtrack you think guardians of the galaxy volume 2's soundtrack is better way better it doesn't have ooga chaka ooga chaka yeah, but that's, ooga, ooga, ooga. there's only like a couple really solid songs in that first movie whereas uh guardians of the galaxy volume 2 the entire soundtrack is what's funny. the song that they're that's playing when in guardians 2 where they're on ego's planet and all the bubbles are around uh, do you remember blue sky uh, no. Do, 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 no, not the Jeopardy theme. No. Do, do, do. <laughs> uh, Anyways, I'm I'm blanking on what song was playing at that moment, but I really liked like I thought that song really tied in like really well with the scene. Like that's the one that really stands out for me. Oh, in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Volume Two. I'm gonna look it up. Right. Um, but it's tough, you know. I like them both, but I I think. 
Yeah. Because Guardians Volume 2 has more Yondu, has better Groot jokes, Rocket. <laughs> yeah. It has Mantis and the whole thing about Drax thinking she's ugly. So yeah, I think I think so. I just had to I had to talk it out for myself. You know the name of that that song? What is it? Uh... Tell me. Tell me what it is. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Come out. It's not the song. Oh shit, is it uh This is a really engaging podcast. Is it this one? Maybe. I can't recall. We'll move on. We'll move on. Oh, well. It'll, it'll hit me. Okay. What would you rather watch? Guardians of the Galaxy 2 or Avengers Infinity War? Infinity War. Infinity War. Concur. I concur. Thor the Dark World or Thor? Thor. Thor. We're going Thor on this. Thor the Dark World is arguably the worst. <laughs> Thor... The Dark World versus The Incredible Hulk. I would rather Incredible watch The Hulk. Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk versus Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. I still two. think I would rather watch Iron Man 2. Yeah. Iron Man 2 versus Captain America, the first Avenger. First Avenger. First Avenger. See, this is why we're best friends. <laughs> Captain America, the first Avenger versus Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think I'd rather watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm agreed with you on that. Yep. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp versus Ant-Man. I think Ant-Man is a better movie than Ant-Man and the Wasp. I would have to agree with you on yeah. that. Ant-Man versus Avengers Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards Ant-Man. Ooh, is this a Kind of leaning towards Ant-Man. Okay, rock, paper, scissors. Here we go. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, we both did rock. See, now he's <laughs> on to me. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. He got me. I, I did rock again like an idiot. And he did paper. So... You win, Ant-Man wins. <laughs> That's not Oh, right. dang it. Okay, Avengers Age of Ultron wins. Avengers Age of Ultron versus Captain America the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. All right, I concur. Thor the Dark World versus Iron Man 3. Do we even need to talk about <laughs> no, this? No, we don't. Iron Man 3 wins. Uh, Iron Man 3 versus Thor. I think I'd rather watch Iron Man 3. Agreed. The Hulk of the Incredible Variety <laughs> versus Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. We, we agree. Iron Man 3 versus Iron Man 2. I think Iron Man 3. Yes. It's better than Iron yes. Man 2. All right. Captain America, the first Avenger versus Iron Man 3. Um, first Avenger. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. The Avengers versus Captain America, the first Avenger. I would go Avengers. the Avengers yeah. on that one. Ant-Man and the Wasp versus the Avengers. I would rather watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. Agreed. Black Panther versus Ant-Man and the Wasp. I still would rather watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ah, no, Black Panther. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, rock, paper, scissors it. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Pay, ah, scissored. I scissored you, dude. <laughs> We're watching Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and while the Wasp. While we scissor. <laughs> yeah, while we scissor. Scissor me timbers. All right, so Ant-Man and the Wasp versus Iron Man. Iron I, Man. He's going Iron Man. I was about to say Ant-Man and the Wasp again. But no, I'll go Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man versus Ant-Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Okay. A A A Avengers Age of Ultron. I just had a stroke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's lying on the floor, people. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron. Why does it smell like toast in here? <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron versus Iron Man. <laughs> He's, he said. 
I'll close my legs. Uh, <laughs> what was that again? Avengers Age of Ultron versus Iron Man. Uh, Ultron. Okay. Ultron, I agree. Doctor Strange versus Avengers Age of Ultron. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Arguably good. Man, this is another hard one. Uh, uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier versus Doctor Strange. Captain America Winter Soldier. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Gotta go Doctor Strange. They're both so good. It's true. But yeah, I think Doctor Strange. Oh man, Doctor Strange versus Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> I think we're going Spider-Man. I... But I really like these characters. That is a tough one. I will go Spider-Man with you okay. on Okay. Spider-Man versus Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Guardians. You think Guardians is a better movie than Spider-Man? Or you just rather watch that right now? Doesn't tell that... me. You tell me. So we're saying objectively? Or... Objectively or subjectively or rejectively. I'm going to go... Mabepably. Actually, you know what? In in thinking about like what is a truly better movie versus maybe what's a more entertaining movie, uh-huh. a better movie overall, thematically, structurally, and, and everything all combined cast-wise, I think Spider-Man. All right. Because it's got Zendaya. Or Sanjaya. <laughs> is it Sanjaya or Zendaya? <laughs> Sanjaya is, is from American Idol. Do you remember that? Yeah. I wow. just pulled it right out. Right out of my butt. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 versus Spider-Man Homecoming. Are you going to stick with your everything you just said? What's a better movie? Yeah, but we were comparing original Guardians. Guardians 2 is better. All right. Because I agree on that. <laughs> Or maybe I don't. Who knows? I might be contradicting everything I've been saying <laughs> this whole time. Who knows? Okay. The, the results are going to come back. Your favorite movie is Thor The Dark World. <laughs> Again, Avengers, the Uma Thuma version. All right. Captain America Civil War versus Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Volume 2. Man. Think, you wouldn't really agree with me on Man. that. Man. Yeah. We're going to have to rock, paper, scissors All this. Right. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors, we both scissored each other. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, I did scissors again like a dumb idiot. He did rock. Okay, so we're going Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 versus Thor Ragnarok. Of course. Thor. I'm going Thor. I'm going Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. Thor Ragnarok versus Infinity War. Yeah. Infinity War. Infinity War. Infinity War, I think, is going to be at the top of our list. It's winning everything. Oh, the results are in, oh my, my friend. Oh, my gosh. The results, the results are, are in. in. Okay, so this is the definitive Marvel MCU ranking. For geeks, so to for speak. For geeks, so to speak. For now. Maybe we'll do this again after um, Avengers 4. Okay. Yeah. Or after Spider-Man. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe when Phase 3 is finished. We'll, we'll revisit this. Okay. The MCU films... Should I go bottom to top or top to bottom? Uh, bottom to top. Okay, bottom to top. Because Int- we, we like to bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's, I've heard that's a thing. <laughs> 20th. 20. Thor the Dark World. Again, I'm going from bottom to top, everybody. So these are like I'm our not least favorite numbers. to our most favorite. Okay, least favorite. Thor the Dark World. Thor. The Incredible Hulk. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 3, Captain America, The First Adventure, The Avengers, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man, Iron Man, Avengers Age of Ultron, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, 
Spider-Man Homecoming, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Thor Ragnarok, and coming in at number one, Howard the Duck, <laughs> starring Leah Thompson. That's weird. That's Why is this on this list? <laughs> Infinity War. Infinity War. So, according yeah. to our, uh, our in-depth arguments slash rock, paper, scissors games. We're still friends after this. We're still friends. Infinity War is the number one movie so far, and I would agree. Would you agree? Yes, you would, audience. I'm talking to you. Uh, you can't see. I'm looking directly at the microphone. All right, so top, uh, top three was... Top three is Infinity War, Thor, Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Brilliant. That's so accurate. Just edging out... Spider-Man. Spider-Man and, uh, Civil, and Civil War. War. Yeah, that's. I think that's... This quiz, for anyone who hasn't taken it, we'll provide the link in the episode description. Please feel free to take some time. Try it out yourself. Let us know what you got, because it's a really accurate list, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I think this is a good definitive list. A good definitive list. I agree with all of this, mostly. But yeah, it's really good. And that is the Geek, so to speak, MCU ranking. Now, next time we'll do it with DC. Uh, Batman. <laughs> uh, Batman vs. Superman. It won't take uh, very long. Yeah. With the, uh, <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> okay. That was fun. Good times. Great oldies. Good times. Great oldies. All right. So, moving on to our final topic before we kick off some of that mini mystery unboxing. We thought we would take some time and, and just kind of have an open discussion about what makes a video game great. All right. All right. Intro to topic, how it came about. Oh, that's a, <laughs> I just read the notes. <laughs> Bullet. <laughs> Specifically. So the reason this topic in particular um, came up, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Shaf, is because we were uh, discussing video games, as friends do, uh, in between episodes, and... We're talking about games that we like, and then I believe you had the idea, man, what makes video games so great? Like, why why do we even get engrossed in video games so much? Yeah, well, like, or wh- something along why, those lines. Exactly. Why is it that some games just, we get so, like, absorbed into mm-hmm. that we would choose it over getting more sleep or, or eating a dinner at a reasonable time? You know, like, yeah. we move other parts of our schedule around sometimes just to get in more time in a virtual atmosphere within some game? Is it, the, is it the narrative? Is it the characters? Is it something to do with the graphics? What makes games great? Like, is there a secret recipe that is will guarantee success for a video game? Okay. Now, when you asked me this the first time, I told you I already had the answer. It was something I'd contemplated years before, and I had come up with the definitive answer, at least for me. So I'm going to take you on a story. I'm not going to take up too long because we're probably at like three hours <laughs> at this point. But uh, hour 12. Hour 12. Oh, that's not that bad. No, not bad at all. So I will take my time. <laughs> I will take another It two was hours. a bright and stormy day. A bright, bright and stormy. You heard me. <laughs> bright lightning. <laughs> it was really bright lightning. No. Okay. So when I was a kid. Uh, a little backstory on me. I'm an only child, so I didn't have any brothers or sisters or anything. Uh, and I spent a lot of my time as a kid, either playing video games or playing with my action figures. A lot a lot more playing with the action figures than video games. Spider-Man, X-Men, Power Rangers. I even had, like, in my mind, I was like, Spider-Man can't beat this guy. Spider-Man turns into a Power Ranger. Uh, Spider-Man's a Power Ranger now. Uh, and get these guys. <laughs> okay, so the reason I'm telling you that 
it's this is pertinent to the to why I think video games are great. After a while, as kids do, I grew out of action figures. I, I remember the moment uh, fondly, unfondly. That made no sense. I remember the moment specifically where I started getting bored with playing with toys, even though we collect toys now as adults. <laughs> Was this moment last week? <laughs> yeah. But I just remember. I remember as a kid starting to get bored with action figures and moving on to video games. Okay. Now, fast forward to a million years later. I was playing um, X-Men Origins Wolverine, the video game, yes. on my Xbox. Uh, if you don't remember that game, you're, you're playing as Wolverine, obviously. You're tearing ass, running, killing people. Um, I'm the best it, at what I do. It even had, like, as part of, like, the engine that, like, your clothes would start getting torn and, like, all bloody and regenerating like Wolverine does. And it hit me. It hit me that moment. It hit me. The feeling that I'm ha- that I have while I'm playing this Wolverine game, tearing ass as Wolverine, was the exact feeling I had when I was playing with my action figures. I was having an adventure. I was assuming the role of this character in my mind. I was letting my imagination take over, even though the imagination isn't taking over in the video game. Right. But I'm, I'm t- assuming control of this character. I'm in a fun, adventurous situation that reminded me specifically about when I used to play with action figures as a kid. Wow. And to me, a successful video game it gives me that feeling of when I'm playing with my toys. Like when I'm a kid. So it's got to be immersive. Yeah. Okay. Um, Does that mean... And I have very specific game genres okay. that, I, that I lean more to than others. More often than not, third person, action, open world games. Not, not all the time. Now, I have a, okay, I have a question about that. Because I was going to ask, um, you kind of beat me to it. If you preferred first-person games, third-person games. Now, when I think it being immersive, normally you would think first-person would be more immersive than mm-hmm. playing third-person because third-person, you know you're somebody else. Mm-hmm. Whereas first-person, you just assume that you are that person. Like, mm-hmm. you might see your hand as you're holding a gun. Mm-hmm. And if you look down, you might see your character's legs depending on what they <laughs> What they don't really done. do that <laughs> that much anymore. Yeah, it, it, it only do happens sometimes. But um, but you are just part of that. Uh-huh. And I would think that the immersiveness comes from first person. But if you're comparing it to the aspect of action figures, mm-hmm. well, then, yeah, you're used to seeing a figure out there that you're mm-hmm. manipulating and interacting within an environment that you sort of create. Yeah. So I can see that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's it's a uh, It was a... Uh, uh, a eureka moment, an epiphany that I had just randomly that when I was playing that game, I was like, this is just like playing with my toys. And it's it's gone on because I don't think that my taste in video games has changed as I've become an adult. Uh, and I use adult loosely. Uh, I am having a kid soon, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, where certain types of games just don't really do it for me, like first-person shooters okay. and stuff like that. Because... I, do, I don't get that feeling. I just don't get the feeling. But, like, the games that really suck me in are, like, third-person open-world games. <gasps> Excuse me. Like, Grand Theft Auto, uh, Red Dead Redemption, um, Hitman, or just things with, like, big overarching stories. Like, even, like, like Fable. Okay. Like, just, like, big, like, big imaginative experiences. Like, now, that doesn't mean that... Some games that aren't that specific genre are bad because I still like, for example, like Toad's Treasure Tracker 
where it's just simple puzzles you're doing. Or like Super Mario Odyssey. That doesn't remind me of playing with toys. That's just a Mario game because Mario gameplay is tried to true and it works great. Um, or going down, like, I'm playing Star Fox, you know, on my Super Nintendo. Or anything in between. Like, the action figure element doesn't necessarily guarantee that I'm going to like it. Other things I like too, but ultimately what sucks me in is a game that makes me feel like I'm playing with my toys. So that's my answer. That's pretty excellent. That's a pretty excellent answer. Um, okay, so for me, as far as... You know, it's tough. So I, I You like Leisure Suit Larry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like those are your guys. <laughs> they just seem to have tits in them in some way. No. Um, <laughs> there's, there's something about playing like a video game, something that really like resonates with me where I do experience a certain amount of escapism. Mm-hmm. And I think a, a truly magnificent game or something that makes me keep going back has to have that element where I, like you said, you feel immersed. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm trying to like escape my life or escape problems, but there it's kind of refreshing to take on a different skin every once in a while. Yeah, you just like let off steam, you know, works work stressful yeah maybe you get into like you know a disagreement with somebody or just like have a bad day in particular like it's a good way to blow off steam yeah no totally and there's something about it's hard for me to pin down exactly what makes what makes it great but i feel like i well like the immer- the immersiveness, I'll let you dwell on your thought for a yeah. sec. The the immersiveness. I had this conversation not with my wife or uh, even when she was my girlfriend. Uh, this girl I was dating uh, before I met the love of my life, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got you, buddy. Um, I remember I forget which game was coming out, but it was a game that I was looking forward to for a while because you know how games are. They announce it like five years out, and then they make you fucking wait that whole time. And so I got it, and I told the girl I was dating, I was like. I've really been looking forward to this game. I just really want to play it. You know, do you mind if I take a night so I can play this game? And she sort of threw a fit. Like, you rather play video games than be with me? You know, stuff like that. I got a pussy right here. (laughs) Paraphrasing what she said. But I compared it to her. I said, imagine like... Now, I can't relate to this. But I was relating... Trying to have her relate to it. Like, you got your Harry Potters. Or your Twilights two series that she was in and it's the next book coming out in the series that you really love you've been waiting for it the next harry potter book just use that as an example comes out what do you want to do do you want to sit at home and read your harry potter book because you've been looking forward to it or do you want to do something else you want to sit and read your book yeah same way the new legend of zelda came out i want to play legend of zelda i've been waiting for it for five years let me have a night to play it and so I don't even remember where I was going with this story. <laughs> but that's something that happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Now, here's my scenario is sometimes I find that it's difficult to draw the line on how deep to get involved. Mm-hmm. And I find that some games suck me in so deep. Like WoW? <laughs> like, World, like, World, World, yes. World of Warcraft? I've, I've had this happen. Um, and it has negatively impacted my real life. Uh-oh. And so, and that's where video games get a really bad rap. Mm-hmm. Like the video games that are really su- successful at selling this immersive experience, you can get lost in. Mm-hmm. And you like, I, I remember I was playing WoW hours a day. 
like multiple hours a day regularly. I, my girlfriend would be making dinner. Mm-hmm. And rather than helping her... You're playing WoW. I'm playing WoW. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching her make dinner. But I'm like logged in and I'm doing like a raid mission. So I've got... I'm logged in with a bunch of other pe- people across the across the world. We're all playing together. Um, and I feel obligated to the game mm-hmm. to interact and cooperate. Whereas the real life happening just outside my screen needs me and I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So there's like a fine line between it being like time to just, you know, embrace your own interests. Mm -hmm. And then how do you know when to, to cut it off? You know, like when is a, is an, when do you feel like your tank for needing that Mm -hmm. is full? Because that I've run into problems where, where that's happened. And from what I know about, wow, it is known to be a relationship killer. (laughs) I've heard that. I've heard that people, get so lost in it that they they lose their friends they they lose their jobs Mm -hmm. they somebody died playing wow they lose sleep yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and i'm i never got that far Mm -hmm. it never got to be that point i I never died (laughs) (laughs) thank god (laughs) but and it never like cost me a relationship but it certainly presented turmoil like it caused problems Mm -hmm. and i i just I love video games, and it, I would never want to stop playing them mm-hmm. unless they didn't serve me anymore. But there's there's something that I can't get in the real world mm-hmm. that fulfills me in the artificial. Does that make sense? No, I get it. Like, it's I, again immersive, like storytelling. Like everybody's taste uh, in like stories or video games is different. It's almost like an, a part of my brain activates while playing a video game that doesn't activate other times. Yeah, like uh, I can I can totally see where you're coming from. Like uh, the game I'm playing right now, it's it's not uh, new. It's new to me. But Hitman, the new Hitman okay. on PlayStation. Now, that's a stealth action game. Um, and I really, really enjoy stealth games a lot because some people, you know, it might not be fast-paced enough for them, but what I really like about stealth games is I'm presented with a scenario multiple ways to accomplish my mission which of course is to take out you know one person or multiple people and it's essentially it's a big puzzle how are you going to get around everything how are you going to manipulate the scenario that you're in to accomplish your goal and it's like a puzzle yeah so i think what it is it's the the problem solving part of your brain mixed with you know the entertainment that you like and so i can totally understand like the trigger the trigger thing, because I get uh, I get a feeling playing stealth action games that's way different than if I'm playing like Legend of Zelda or like Red Dead Redemption or anything in between, because it's like it's a, more like a puzzle game or like Portal, mm-hmm. for example, where you're you're put into a scenario where you you just have to get from point A to point B, but it's a puzzle. How are you going to get there? Like, and I think it's just that critical thinking, puzzle solving that yeah. super smart individuals like you and I. Yeah, like I actually like I, I'm to the point where I crave it. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be going out my, doing my day like at work and whatever else. And even though my job does require me to, to think cr- critically about certain things, it's a, it's a different kind. It's not the kind that, that I feel like. Cause it's your job. Like yeah. it's not, enjo- it's, I mean, a Maybe job has to be mildly enjoyable, I guess. Well, I guess it doesn't, but it's not the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. So I remember, I know that I, I come home and sometimes I'm just like, I got to sit in front of the screen and I got to like play some Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Which is what my current major game is that I'm playing right now, the first one, 
um, in prep for this this oh, second it's one. It's gonna be so gonna good. Future episode where we'll be reviewing Red Dead. So just be on. The yeah. For that. By the way, my PS4 Pro comes in two weeks. Ooh, with Spider Man, we'll also be reviewing Spider Man. Yep, that's right. So, you know. When I get involved with like that, like I do want some of my alone time, but it's tough. Sometimes you don't get the time you want. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's just like the the price that we pay for being adults. It sucks. <laughs> I, I mean, don't want to be an adult anymore. Yeah, I mean, I got a wife, I got a kid on the way, you know, and finding a balance between what you were saying before. Yeah, like, you're adulting the, the, so what? hard right now. I know. Fuck my life, man. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I love you, baby. I hope you're listening and I love you. Um, <laughs> but it's like you said, like you don't want your personal life to take any sort of hits based on video games because as adults, we, kn- we know what responsibility is. We know how to maintain relationships. And uh, luckily, uh, you know, for the most part, we have partners who understand that and are mm-hmm. okay with us playing video games on occasion as long as we're not playing it. 24-7. Now, have you ever dated anyone uh, or currently married to mm-hmm. uh, someone who is also active with video games? Or has it always been a one-sided party? It's a- always been one-sided, I yeah, think. Yeah, same for me. That being said, like, like my wife, she'll, she'll like, hop on Mario Kart every once in a while or something like that. But that's, that's really, like, the extent of it. Like, she's not interested in really anything unless it's, like, super casual, like, party game or something. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, like nobody I've really dated has has been into video games. That's just not something that I haven't been blessed with. I wonder because I mean I'm not that I've personally experienced that, but or, or I'm like looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, for those that are in relationships with someone else, because I, I I I'm not currently friends with this person anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I was. And he uh, is married to someone who is just as active in in WoW mm-hmm. as he is, and they play side by side. Mm-hmm. But they're not; they are playing together in the game. But in the real world, they're just like sitting in close proximity. Mm-hmm. But they're engaged via headsets. Yeah, it's like there's a certain disconnect, but yet a sort of a shared experience. And part of me wonders: is that? I don't know how that is that good for a relationship or does that feel like quality time or or does that start to feel like part of me kind of likes the video games is my thing you know versus having to share it yeah like I think there's a a, a balance between those two things like having a partner where you can have something that you're bonding over some some you know cooperative uh sort of experience together like even though my wife my wife and I um, don't play video games together, but, but we have like a mutual love for like theater and stuff. And so that's like our, our one thing that we can like really do together. Even if I'm in a show and she's not or vice versa, it's still like rela- relaying the experiences back and forth, you know, helps do that bond. Um, did that answer the question? I feel yeah. like I went off on a side no, track No, I think there. so. I think so. Um so, how, like, what are your what systems do you currently have? Um, I have a lot of video game systems. Uh, You're kind of a collector of systems too. Right? I mean, I, I'm not like a real video game collector, like the angry video game nerd or something like that. But you know, I, I try to keep what I can. You know, I've got my, I've got three Nintendos. Uh, some from from being a kid 
to when the NES came out to being an adult, somehow I acquired three. <laughs> Do they all work? Yeah, all oh, three wow. of them work. Okay. Um, I got my Super Nintendo. I got my Sega Genesis. Um, and that was really like the end of like classic gaming yeah. that I have. Of course, I, as past episodes have shown, I have my SNES Classic, which we reviewed. Um, feel free to go back and look at that. I have my NES Classic. Um, which I'm saving specifically for when my future son says, I want to play Halo 8. I'll be like, beat Super Mario Bros. 3. Then we'll talk. <laughs> um, I have my you know, my Xbox, my Xbox 360, my Xbox One, my PlayStation 3, and my PlayStation 4. But the really the only one I'm actively playing, and my Nintendo Switch, um, is and a 3DS. <laughs> and a Game Boy. Man, all, they're all coming back. The only one I'm really actively playing right now is my playstation 4 my, my switch on occasion not as hardcore as we were when like odyssey came out and zelda came out i mean i have like octopath traveler which i'm sort of jumping in and out of um but it's definitely my playstation 4 right now yeah mm-hmm. i let's see over the years um so my dad actually was sort of into video games as mm-hmm. i found out as oh, yeah. a kid um i never really saw him playing too much but he had pong and he had Intellivision, which is mm-hmm. like super old. Then he had Atari Twenty Six Hundred, mm-hmm. and I still have all those systems up in a, like in a drawer, like like in a big nice. box in my closet. They absolutely would not work with your television. No, they wouldn't. Yeah. They have like those little prongs that you had to like physically screw in. Like I don't even know what they're called, but like those, yeah. that, that technology doesn't even exist. Like anymore. you had to have like this RF switch just yeah. to like get it to like connect to your coaxial cables yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so I have those. I have the Nintendo. I have a power pad with the with the light gun. Nice, nice. Um, I have a Super NES. I have uh, two N sixty fours. Only one works. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the SNES Classic. Uh, over the years, I've had a PlayStation Two, which I so there was a point at which, and I kind of regret doing this, but mm-hmm. there was a point at which, after I was done with the system, in order to get going and buy the new system, mm-hmm. I would bundle all the games mm-hmm. and the system and put it on ebay yeah and i would sell it and i regret doing that because like as a collector now i think back like what if i ever wanted to go back and play those games mm-hmm. granted they don't all they wouldn't have all played on current tvs mm-hmm. but um most everything's backwards compatible though these days i mean if you're going like playstation 2 and forward well like for instance like you can't play uh nintendo super nintendo you can't play those on the well, you can play the Super Nintendo because you can do like uh, retro consoles that are emulators, mm-hmm. but um, you can't play N64 on 4K TVs. They don't work. Now, do you mean they don't work because they don't have the eight, like the the classic uh, yellow, red, white? No, the component outlets, cables, or they just don't. Yeah, the like, component work. cables don't. Um, they just don't register. Like the proprietary tech within those Nintendo cables does mm-hmm. not transfer over. So even though it's plugged in, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. No screen will pop up. Interesting. So th- there's a, an aspect of the technology that sort of just sort of stays in the past that mm-hmm. you can't really engage in later, which which sucks. But uh, but so I was selling systems and games, and I, I regret it. But I had a PlayStation Two. I had an Xbox 360. I had, uh, which died, I had the three rings of death. I oh remember. man, I hated that. I think I went through at least three <laughs> Xboxes. Yeah. That fucking three rings of death. So stupid. Red ring of death, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I, I'm getting a replacement for that. And then I had an, I have an Xbox One currently. I've got my Switch, which I actually play the Switch probably more than anything. I love taking that on, on plane rides uh, and playing that nonstop. Um, I find that 
playing a video game makes time pass by so friggin' fast. Like it hours disappear, like melt. Yeah, I've I haven't had very many experiences doing that, but I did have that when uh, Legend of Zelda came out on the Switch, and I was like, "Fuck yes!" That's actually what I was playing on the plane uh, to and from Milwaukee. Oh yeah, uh, past uh, weekend or very nice. Yeah, I was uh, doing a lot of cooking. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I have all these ingredients, and I've really never cooked. (laughs) That's your problem. (laughs) That's why you can't beat the game. That's right. (laughs) If you don't craft, you pretty much suck. That's pretty much right. So, uh, but yeah, so like I've had lots of different systems, but definitely right now I'm, I'm actively playing Xbox One and Switch. But in a couple of weeks, PlayStation 4 will be mine for the first time. Ugh, I have not had a PlayStation since PS2. And, There's um, a lot of good games. Like, so uh, I mean, we're obviously going to review Spider-Man. We're going to review Red Dead. Like, you got to go back and play Last of Us. Last of Us is such a good game. Because Part 2 is going to be out eventually right yeah 2019 and they got plenty of other good games yeah. like get on the get on there and get yourself some resident evil 7 i don't like the resident Ugh. movies or games i mean <laughs> i don't like them i don't know what it is i just don't like them maybe it's because i don't like being you scared be scared yeah oh man like well well we'll schedule a trip where i'll come over and we'll play it at night in the dark. And I'll just sit behind you and watch you play. And you'll get dressed up in some zombie suit. I, I played the demo for Resident Evil 7 and it freaked me out so bad. I just took, I turned off my system, or just quietly turned it off, took my PlayStation 4 controller, threw it in the trash. I was like, nope, I don't need this right now. Eventually I got it out of the trash. But like, those games fuck with you, dude. But I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. So you were saying your favorite... Uh... So your favorite system overall, what would you say? Overall? Overalls. Oh, man. I need to get some overalls. Um, (laughs) I mean, right now, I'm playing my PlayStation 4 the most. But if I'm going, like, favorite video game system of all time, it would probably be the Super Nintendo. Probably. Um, Sorry, I just got a weird text message. Um, Probably Super Nintendo, just because I... That's like where I have the... No, take it. No, 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 no. Scratch that. It's the N64. I was going to say Super Nintendo because that's where I have the most fun memories of playing games. But then I remembered, no, it was really... It was really the N64 because remember when Super Mario 64 came out? At the time, there was nothing like it. And it was just blew your mind. Like, my mom would drop me off at Blockbuster... Play, go and play the game while she like went grocery shopping. And I would just stand in Blockbuster playing fucking Super Mario 64. Legend of Zelda. Oh, man. Goldeneye. So many good games. I remember when, uh, yeah, being in Blockbuster and playing Super Mario 64. That was mm-hmm. the best. So, yeah, I think I think it would be a tie for N64 and then may, maybe even Xbox. Just because, like, at the time, me and my buddies would, like, unplug our Xboxes. We'd haul TVs over to each other's houses <laughs> and play, like, land games of Halo. Man, those are good times. Because people be screen looking. You gotta do it, land. Like screen lookers, we don't tolerate that. <laughs> I am a screen looker. I know you are, so I don't play with you anymore. <laughs> that's how I kick your ass in uh, Star Fox. Yeah, that's day. how. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say my favorite systems probably N64 and Xbox 360, only because. My brother and I used to get on uh, Xbox Live and we would play Saints Row mm-hmm. and we would log in and play that together. And that game was so fun to play cooperatively because it was Grand Theft Auto, but on crack. Mm-hmm. 
Did you ever play Crackdown? I did not play Crackdown. Man, if you like Saints Row and that co-op, Crackdown would be right up your alley. Ah, dang, yeah. So, but we would play that, and then of course, N64 was my yeah. That that game is was revolutionary. at the time, it's very good, very very good. Uh, Favorite genre of video games. You were saying immersive, thir- uh, third think, person, but yeah, like... third person open world is probably my favorite in the terms of like it. There's not very not much hit or miss going on whenever I try a new open world third person game. Not all the time, right? But the majority of the time, it'll be like Infamous. I tried and I couldn't get into it, and that's an open world game. Same with like Crackdown Two. Even though I was just praising Crackdown One, it's great. Crackdown Two, I couldn't get into. But more often than not, third world open games are probably it, and then stealth, stealth games. But that doesn't mean like other games aren't genres I don't necessarily like. Does that make sense? Anyways, it's it's hit or miss because some some third person action games too I didn't really get into like like God of War. I just kind of got bored with it. The new one on PlayStation Four. Same with um, No Man's Sky. I I like it, but it's kind of slow, and so I don't feel compelled to like want to play it all the time like I do um. other games. Like I said, I still like it. It just doesn't like pull me in as much. So I would say, even though I'm taking the roundabout longest way to answer this question, probably third world open games or stealth are my my callings. I'm surprised that you didn't play WoW sooner because that being a massive multiplayer uh, open world online mm-hmm. game, like it, it is third person. I mean, yes, yeah. you, you can make it first person. I take that back. But most players play it third person. Yeah, I just didn't do a lot of PC gaming. Like... That's just really it. I actually agree. I never really had a computer that could handle it mm-hmm. well enough until this laptop. But this laptop isn't even very well equipped to play it. it things are always lagging. It's mm-hmm. pretty slow. So um, so I've never really had the right gaming computer for something like that. But my favorites would probably be uh, puzzle type games. Like um, uh, I'm trying to think of one example of that at the moment. Um, like I like treasure, like treasure tracker. I mm-hmm. like I like that style because it forces your brain to kind of think um, a few steps ahead or a few steps behind. Kind yeah. of thinking ahead. Um, I'm not a big fan of fighting games, although I am looking forward to like uh, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, Ultimate. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I really want to play that game. I think it's just because I've never personally owned a Smash mm-hmm. Brothers game, and I've really wanted to. Well, how to uh, play online? Teach you a thing or two. <laughs> we get launched off the platforms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but definitely, my favorites are going to be like those adventure open world games uh, where you you have a bunch of quests you can do, but you can also do your own thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like being forced into like a, a mission. Like I want to have a little bit of control. You can explore and check everything out. Yeah. No, exactly. Totally. Totally. Um, any favorite video game experiences other than what we've already talked about? Uh, like I. I think my favorite video game experience of all time, like I said, is just going back to taking my Xbox to friends' houses and frigging playing LAN Halo games. Or uh, my, my best friend in high school, his name was Brent. Um, that was during the, the N64 time. So, like, Xbox One, or Xbox didn't really come out until, like, right when we were graduating high school. So, we would pray, play and 64 and we would play goldeneye all the time slappers only bitch (laughs) um but we came up with the system because he was a screen looker and so was i even though i was just shitting on screen lookers but i would do it too where we would play he had a he had a, a big tv like a big square standard definition tv and we took cardboard long piece of cardboard and we taped it to the television screen 
going uh, horizontally. So like I would, if I was second player, I'd be like on the bottom of it, <laughs> and I couldn't see the top, and he would have to like sit like off to the side so he couldn't see the bottom screen and we would just like play wow you guys went to extremes oh yeah oh yeah we've gotten (laughs) a lot of fights over screen looking we would play goldeneye with some friends who had just they had memorized every respawn point Uh and they would have like remote minds just waiting oh yeah dude i was like i always hated people like that because it was it wasn't fair. <laughs> and no odd job. You can't be odd job. Yeah. Odd job's cheating. Officially cheating. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, something that just came out. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Well, I this was a good conversation. Yeah. That's why we like video games. Yeah. This was a pretty exceptional conversation yeah. about video games. That's what happens when there's nothing to review <laughs> this week. Well, we'll have a, an awesome video game to review in a few weeks. That's right. Spider-Man on PlayStation 4. Absolutely. Booyah. All right, folks. Well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will have visited a nearby toy collectible hobby store called Toy Anxiety, uh, which is here in North Phoenix. And uh, we are going to have a mini mystery unboxing live via the Kia Mobile Studio. Yeah! We'll be back in a few. All right, thank you guys for sticking around and tuning in for the final part of our episode where we take a little trip to Toy Anxiety. Yeah! And do a very, very special uh, version of mini mystery unboxing. Yes. Open the box, we don't know what it is, cause we didn't open the box. Yet! We went to Toy Anxiety, the store has everything. It had Castle Grayskull, it had the freaking Ghostbusters, uh, Firehouse, like old toys, new toys. Jay and Silent Bob. Oh yeah, we took a picture actually. We'll put that on uh, the Geek So To Speak Facebook page and Instagram. We sure will. We want to let you know that we are currently recording this from the parking lot of Toy Anxiety yep. in the Kia Mobile Studio, which you may recall from past episodes way before we got really, really cool with our technology. Yeah. So we are live on site and we are going to do a very cool Mini Mystery unboxing right now here in the car. So how it works is we walked into Toy Anxiety. We went our separate ways, and the premise was, I'll find something for Shaw, he'll find something for me, and we're going to find out what that is right now. Oh, yeah. We had a, a dollar limit of 25 bucks, <laughs> and um, one, Rob, I don't know about you, but there, that was a little bit difficult, because the prices of the items there, there definitely are a lot of things that were below 25 but there were certainly way more things. A lot that of were, really cool things. <laughs> that were above 25 Oh, yeah, but... I, I did my best. No, I think I, I think I did pretty good. So I'm I'm excited to give you uh, your your special surprise. All right. So um, what do you? Who wants to go first? Um, I'll do you first. Oh, I what? mean, I'll give you your treats. <laughs> I mean, oh god. Do you want me to give you the bag in the car too? <laughs> or do you want like do you want to reach into the bag and find out for yourself, or do you want me to like hand you, you for treats? You can hand me the treats. Okay. Yeah. All right. So not, I'm not looking. I'm not. I am going to hand the shop his first treat. Oh my gosh! There's more than one. Well, it's 25 limit. That's and right. So I was like, all right, maybe I'll just like find <laughs> a couple of little things. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. Okay. So the price tag is still on this one. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay. So I will describe this. This is a uh, Michelangelo action figure. He's uh, from the 2012 series. Uh, and he's very cool. He's He's got this kind of cartoon look. Looks like, like his, his arms move around. And yeah. Shit. His arms sort of, sort of move in like 
His arm's thing. backwards. You'll have to readjust his arm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Oh, my, my gosh. Okay. He's so cute, though. We'll take pictures of these guys uh, on the dashboard here as soon as we uh, yeah. we finish. Thank you, sir. This is awesome. All right, all right. And I love it. Close your eyes for this one. Okay. You might already have this. I don't think you have this, but I got it for you special because I know what you like. Okay. No way. <laughs> Do you know that I don't have a Flash figure yet? I didn't think you did. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have, I'm holding a, probably a six inch, uh, let's, let's compare it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's way smaller than, <laughs> wow. <laughs> As a comparison, this is hard to tell because, never mind. Okay, so, um, I'm holding an action figure of the Flash from, of course, the DC universe. And this guy's awesome. I love the detail. Looks like a lot of good articulation on the figure. Uh, the colors are really nice, and there's a lot of cool uh, embellishments with the like the sort of gold trim on the costume. This is a really good Flash figure. I'm impressed. Yeah, he, he looks did. like he was supposed to have something on his bat. Yeah, it looks like... But I don't know what that is, but it's still cool. That's really cool. No, I'm excited. This is awesome. I have been needing a Flash figure. Let's see if he'll stand up for me. And... The shop is good at feigning yes. excitement. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Was I not excited? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we go. Alright, me. Here we go. Alright, so for the first of your oh, goodies. You did more than one too? Yes, I did. I tried to play it off like this I didn't. Is great. Alright, so the first let me make sure. Yep, this is the one. Okay. For the first figure, All right, I got you this. Okay, my eyes are closed. I'm feeling it. It's in a plastic bag. Oh fuck! It's Donatello. <laughs> It's an old-school 80s Ninja Turtle figure. Donatello in a trench coat and a hat. He's like super sneaky Donatello man. I love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look how little his legs are. And it's, uh, you know, with these loose figures, you know, yeah, they've, they, figure. they've been they've been played with. Somebody really enjoyed them. You can actually see some of the little, like, Yeah, there's marks. like a crayon mark or something so, on them. Yeah, so he's, he's been used. He's, he's been, he's battle damaged. I love it. Him. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. And then for your second and final, make sure. Yep, everything looks good. Okay. And we'll place him in your hands here. All right. I'm ready to feel and... it. Ooh, it's another loose something. Okay, I'm feeling it. I'm still not looking. He got pointy head. <laughs> Oh, fuck! <laughs> I looked at this toy and almost got it for you. <laughs> I, that's totally serious. This is a Deadpool action figure. This, do you think this is a Marvel Legends? Like this a is, loose Marvel this, Legends? This is a Marvel Legends figure. Okay. This is actually from the Sauron wave, uh, which is um, not... I think it's actually the most current wave that's out there right now. Yeah, so it's Deadpool. He's uh, got his mask lifted up over his head, so his his scarred mouth is exposed, and he's smiling big. He's got his costume on, but he's not wearing any pants. He has heart boxers on. His gross legs are all exposed, and he's in pink slippers and one sock. <laughs> and, of course, he has a gun in his hand, and he's doing pinky finger out because Deadpool is classy, if not anything else. <laughs> the the uh, detail on this figure is nuts. Like, it's, it's very cool. Yeah. Oops, his gun is coming out of his hand. I'll, I'll have to adjust that. Don't want to lose the gun. Actually, I think it might be... I think this gun is supposed to be in that hand. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but whatever, it's fine. Wow, this is very cool. This is such a detailed figure. Oh, this is going on the mantle. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is going next to my bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, Thanks, yeah. buddy. This is great. Dude, you're so welcome. His feet are articulated. He has such small feet. 
<laughs> I love it. All right, so we'll take a quick picture of this so everybody else can enjoy what we just uh, uh, shared with each other here. And uh, we just want to say, you know what? Thanks for tuning in. And uh, please stay tuned for future episodes where we keep the geek content thriving. And throbbing. <laughs> so rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. All right. Thank you guys so much for sticking around and and for tuning in to our episode today. Huge, huge thank you to our subscribers on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. If this is your first time listening, please, please, please click that subscribe button. We want you to definitely get the content as soon as it's available. Uh, And also make sure to rate and review us. If you give us a review, we'll give you a shout out. That's how it works. Uh, For um, our social media, if you guys want to find us, all over the interwebs. Wonder Rob, how would they do that? Well, I'll tell you. <clears throat> and I'll tell them. You can find us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook. Geek So To Speak Podcast on Facebook. And that's also us on Instagram. If you follow us on Facebook, uh, that site gets updated on the daily with all the geek news that you're going to want to know. Plus our witticisms regarding each particular topic. But it's a great way to keep up to date until we get you the next episode. Uh, same with Instagram uh, for you millennials. Uh, you also have Twitter, Geek So To Speak PC. That's Geek So To Speak PC on Twitter. And you can follow myself on Twitter and Instagram at WonderRob, W-O-N-D-E-R-R-O-B. You can follow Shoff on Instagram and Twitter at I am the Shoff. I-A-M-T-H-E-S-H-O-F-F. Yes. Okay, definitely. Well, um, our next episodes are going to include an in-depth discussion of Spider-Man on PS4, as well as Iron Man Season 2. You mean Iron Fist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Iron Fist. (laughs) Yep. Hopefully we don't get fisted for the second season. Uh, Iron Fist Season 2 on Netflix. That's right. Thank you so much for tuning into our show. We hope all of our fellow geeks will keep your ear holes on standby. Stand, stand <laughs> on standby for our next episode. Same geek time, same geek channel. Have a good one. I love you.